big news out of uh, Auckland. Auckland, not, New Zealand? Not quite my hometown, but I lived there for a few years. Was uh, the rise of young Canadian Bianca Andreescu, Andy. Yeah. Um, she has announced herself on the world stage. Should we be breaking out the champagne and start dancing down these snowline streets? What are your thoughts? I don't know, man. It takes me to get bundled up to get out in the streets to begin with. So dancing down them, we'll see. But what a tournament, eh? You Even know? just walking the dogs, it's hard for me just not to fall over with all the ice. <laughs> but no, great hair. tournament, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, Wozniacki, Venus Williams, back-to-back. And then making the final all the way and before she lost to Gorgeous. You know? Absolutely. Is, what that, a is that how you say it? Gorgeous. Well, that's You're how just sticking I say with it. it. I think she's wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> she's lovely. Um, Bianca, who uh, we actually saw play a few months ago when we were in Toronto there, Andy. Um, she's uh, She was born after Y2K. Wow. little fun fact for you there. She's uh, just 18 years of age. She trains in uh, Mississauga, Ontario. And um, yeah, she's uh, she seems like she's got a lot of potential, but it's it's hard to get excited too early. You know, she's 152 in the world. Let's just see if she sort of qualifies for the Australian Open. Let's temper our expectations. We don't want to give her the Eugenie hug. No, not yet. This is just the first step, isn't it? Along the journey, a long journey, especially yep. at 19 years old. Absolutely. Know? I don't think um, many people realize how ridiculous Shapovalov's rise has been and how quickly he got there. And he's 29 in the world, yep. I think. And people are saying, oh, he had such a bad year last year. It's like... What are you talking about, mate? What do you expect of this kid? Exactly. It's a well. I I was on that wagon. Yeah. Right. And uh, you know, and still he's still in the top thirty. You know, yeah. seated this week in Auckland. Um, mm-hmm. He really surpassed my expectations, and I hope this young girl does as well. You know, we saw her, as you said training in Toronto, and she looks like she's a very powerful young girl. Mm. And only five five though. I kind of I I remember her being taller in yeah. my mind. No, I think just very strong. Yeah, but as as you alluded to earlier, Andy, very impressive wins. I mean, to beat Wozniacki and um, Venus Williams back-to-back is certainly a great first step, and hopefully she can keep it going. You know, she was a very uh, highly lauded junior player. Um, she did very well, uh, got to number three in the world for uh, juniors, so got a lot of potential, and hopefully she can she can pull it through. I agree. Here we yeah. go. Yeah. I just realized your uh, your face is covered up. I just want to lower that down a little bit so everybody can see you at home there. You want to see that? I don't know about that. So we had the first uh, crop of tournaments this week, Andy. Uh, let's just go through them one by one. Yeah. Um, we'll start in Brisbane um, where we had the number one seed, Rafael Nadal, didn't quite make it into the tournament. No, I had that feeling. Yeah. Did you see the... Um, the illustration that was in the uh, Australian paper uh, the day after that happened. No, it was um, it was Nadal on court, and he's got uh, a bunch of money falling out of his pocket. And uh, the physiotherapist on the side is saying, "It looks like you've got a strain in your quad <laughs> because of all the money that's pulling you down from your appearance fee." <laughs> that's very good, <laughs> which I thought was amazing. So um, yeah, I mean, I mean. The more people realize that that type of thing happened, the more or the less frequently it will happen, yeah. I hope, right? Well, like, hopefully. I mean, but that that's how you get these players to attend these tournaments, right? Yeah. And and it's a shame on the, that it happens a lot at the 250 events. Yeah. You know, the ones that have the less prize money and often of the lower rated tournaments, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, what surprised me the most uh, just going through the tournament um, well, sorry, not surprise me. I actually want to just talk about how well I picked this one. Was Medvedev over Murray? 
I said, if Murray's not 100%, he's not going to win that. And Medvedev got through all the way to the final and lost to Nishikori in three. Yeah, he had a stunning tournament. You know, Murray, Raonic, Songa, and route to the final. That's an, incre- that's an incredible run. Yeah, he did really, really well. Uh, I thought Kyrgios should have done better, but had a tough first match against Ryan Harrison, winning 7-6 mm-hmm. in the third before losing to Shardy in three. And uh, now Kyrgios is outside the top 50. He's ranked 53 in the world. Um, I mean, he's a dangerous floater, but I don't know if too many people are going to be scared of him. I think he reached the fourth round of the Aussie Open last year. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's going to do that, and he might go down even further. I hope he, I hope he does something really big in Australia. And being unseated, hopefully that he's got a bit of something on his back, right? He's mm. got... I mean, the problem is when you're unseated, as we know, is that he's going to play a seed in the first round or two. Yep. And it's hard. And good luck. Yeah, right? exactly. And it's it's going to be someone like. You know, Demonor or, you know... I like... hope it's Chechenado. I don't know how that guy did so well last week, but we'll get to that soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else through this draw? Uh, I mean, Dimitrov won a couple of rounds, which is, which is yep. good for his confidence because he's kind of been on a downward slide. Uh, we'll see kind of how that comes... See how he comes through that. But I guess the, the story of this tournament was Nishikori. He, he, he dealt to everybody. He yeah. did really well. I think I read somewhere that it was his first tournament win in like 50 tournaments. Or something crazy. I and don't he, remember we talked lost, about it. He's lost nine podcasts. straight finals. Nine straight finals. Yep. So that was his first final. His tenth. His tenth one. Well, yep. uh, bit of a side note: Kiwi Marcus Daniel, him and his partner Wesley Koloff, they won the tournament for the doubles. So that's a great start to the new year. Good on you, Marcus. Good stuff. Anything else on that tournament? No, nothing there. Your boy Popperin lost to Demon or two and two. Yeah. So I don't know if we're going to be. Smashed. And he's already he's already lost this week as well. Lost this week, but given a wild card already into the Aussie Open. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So we're hoping for a, a good draw there. Okay. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's Brisbane. Let's move on to Doha um, in the Middle East. Yeah. We had uh, Djokovic. Did what you'd expect him to do, but he fell to Bautista Agut. I was a little bit surprised about that. Yeah, I wouldn't have expected that at all. Um, and Bautista Agut in three sets. Um, being up a set, Djokovic, you think he'd have it easy there, and lost the second and breaker, and then lost the third. Yeah. I'll tell you who really impressed me, even though he lost to Djokovic in the round earlier, and that was Basil Ashvili. Um, I've, I've kept my eye on him for a while. He was seated fifth here, and boy, he can play, man. Yeah, you he's, picked him. He's got game. He got through to the quarters, did yep. really well, and t- took that set off Djokovic and probably made him a bit tired before he went out there and lost to Batista Good. Yeah, if you're looking for some early odds at the Aussie Open... Basil Ashvili is your boy. You heard it here first. Ooh, ooh watch that's, out. That's, that's Gary's picks right there. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was really shocked that Chichinato made the semis. Mm. Um, as I say, he's, I think there's easy money against him in most of these tournaments. Um, I mean, look, he's a, he's a solid player, but he doesn't blow you away. No, and he shouldn't be seeded like four. He's he's going to ride these good these good draws for the next you know twelve months. Yep, and he'll stick around that top fifty now for another twelve months because of these draws. He did beat your boy Lahoivik. Yep, so Surprise. so he can play all right. I know it's probably why I'm against him, but he he did get a walk over <laughs> in the second round, so he 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 had help. Yeah, but um, I think Thomas Burdich announced his uh, his comeback. Yeah, he did play really well, making his way to the final uh, before losing to Batista Gut. And he, he beat good players, man. Like Fernando Vadasco, uh, Philip Kohlschreiber. These aren't slouches. Yeah, I mean, then he then he had a bit of an easier run with Herbert and Chicanado. But first two rounds, though, though, I mean, that's a tough yeah. way to come back. Two older players. Yep. Yeah, you know, um, Kohlschreiber, Vadasco, well in their 30s. Um, but that's not necessarily a, 
you no, know, downside, downside anymore. No, 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 not really. Um, two top quality players, you know, yep. former top 10 players. But yep. I think, you know, someone like Burdich who's been on the down, that's great for him. Yeah. You know, he needs the, that confidence and back-to-back-to-back wins is great. Yeah. And I guess uh, I guess props to Bautista Agut who went, who went through and threw the whole draw. So... Good for him. I certainly didn't see that coming. I, no. I, I don't. I, I wouldn't pick him to go anywhere at the Aussie Open, but he, he can certainly play. And I think I picked him last year at the US Open to do something mm-hmm. and uh, let me down there. But he is a solid player on all surfaces. Probably not the grass, but he can do everything. He's very solid from the baseline, just no weapons. Well, I'd like to uh, change subjects a little bit. Do you, do you want to talk about Poon, Andy? I would love to talk about some Poon, Gareth. All right, lovely. Let's go to India, <laughs> where we had Kevin Anderson... Um, who just basically wins tie breaks. He's like John, isn't he? He just goes out there and wins tie breaks and he won the tournament. Good for him. What else do you have to do? Uh, six, six, and six in the final. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know, uh, there was 57 aces in the match. 36 by Karlovic and 21 by Anderson. I mean, that's the story of the tournament, isn't it? Ivo Karlovic. Wow. He's 39 years old, turns 40 next month. That's scary, isn't it? I mean, Turns we're just 40. talking about a couple of old fellas there in Colshire and Madasco, but you're talking about someone that's on the verge of 40. Is I mean, is that is it easier to stick around when you're not out there grinding? You're hitting a big serve, you're coming in and hitting a volley. I don't think it's easy to stick around if you're 6 foot 10, 6 foot 11 like he is. Why not? Well, you've got to go and travel. He's in a plane. There's no, there's no, like I read an You don't think he can afford him. business class? No, I don't, I don't, I don't think it matters if you're six foot 10, six foot 11. True, because you know what? He was playing challenges late last year. Late last he year. He played the uh, Calgary one. Yep. And, and was playing down in Mexico and, you know, this is great for him. This will mm. put him back inside that top 100 for a little bit longer. And I mean, we'll see, but at 40 years old, he's still up there. That's impressive. Good on you, Evo. Um, and he beat Felix uh, Alger Eliassime first round, and Donskoy, Golbus, who, you know, still putting up some good results. Yeah, I mean, Golbus shocked me beating Chung, but, I mean, you know, first matches of the year, these things happen. These things do happen. Yeah. He could be a just a dirty floater in the Aussie Open. He could upset a couple of people. Who, Chung? Golbus. Golbus? No, nah, I don't like Chung. Doubtful. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Golbus plays Chung first round. <laughs> Replay. Yep. Um, that was pretty much it from uh, from Poon. Um, shall we look ahead to this week? Coming oh. oh, no, you know what? Uh, Bouchard, Eugenie, yeah. she won a couple of rounds, and she also won the doubles in Auckland. Yeah, she did. She uh, she beat a Kiwi in the final of the doubles, mm. Paige Hurrigan. I was really shocked she was playing with Taylor Townsend. And, you know, as you said, Bouchard won a couple of rounds in the singles and then won the doubles. That's a lot of matches, and that's great leading into something like the, the Australian Open. Yeah, so all the best to these uh, these Canadian women. Hopefully, they can put a bit of a spark going and get uh, get women's tennis back on the front page. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. A- anything uh, else before we move ahead? Also this week, Gareth. Yep. Hopman Cup. Hopman. Oh, geez, forgot yeah. about that one. How, how do you forget about Roger? I watched a lot of highlights of Roger this past few this past week. Yep. Him versus Serena. I've seen a few times now. Their match doubles match, and uh, it's a real good laugh. You know, it's good to see two players of that high quality playing against each other, even though they are of different sexes. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it's it's almost a novelty factor, isn't it? Seeing these two lead, it's all it was. It's almost an exhibition match. Well, it's never it? going to happen in a normal tournament. No, it's only going to happen in a real exhibition, and this is a well, it a could, glorified it could exhibition. if they decided to play mixed doubles. It could happen. Yeah, at a grand slam. At a grand and, slam. Yeah, yeah, in theory, highly doubtful. It is doubtful. You're right, but. Uh, 
I mean, Federer is looking pretty sharp. He is, isn't he? Oh, you know, ominous. Federer is looking sharp. You talked about one of my boys that was struggling earlier, but Tiafo, who didn't win a match, playing with Serena or in singles. So <laughs> it's pretty rough. Yeah, I think I'm taking a step back from that. Uh, yeah, yeah, getting off the train a bit. Yeah, well, I mean, he's got a good game. He just, you know, it's tough. These are good players. But you know, Switzerland, they won the event pretty handily in the end. Um, they beat. Germany in the final, Kerber and Zarev. Mm. It came down to the uh, mixed doubles and Federer and Benina Bencic. They yep. won the final there, uh, 4-3 in the third set. So they played a tiebreaker and Federer and Bencic got there. Yeah. I mean, I, I was... Because, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Zverev. Uh, I think he can do big things, but Federer, Federer took it to him. Just handles him. I think Federer handled most players, right? Man. He's going to be tough to be at the Aussie Open. I mean, what's going to happen is he's going to look good. He's going to look good. He's going to look good. And then he's going to get to like the round of 16 quarterfinals. And if he has to go the distance, all of a sudden, fitness might catch up. Yeah, I think that's the thing, right? Federer's played fitness slash what, age. four say. best of three set matches and won them all pretty handily. Mm-hmm. Um, you go out there and play a best of five sets, has your body the next day. That's the thing that's a question mark for me yep. now for Federer for Grand Slams. Absolutely. Let alone one or two. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, look, I mean, you, you've got to almost say, on form right now, who's who would you say is the favourite at the Aussie Open? Oh, I sprung that on him. He wasn't say, expecting that. It's a new member devil or something like that. <laughs> Corey. what? Are you kidding me? Like, I think Djokovic just to go. Djokovic, right? Yeah, uh, he went and played in Doha. He said he was feeling fatigued. I think that might be the a the result of a good off season or b playing a couple back to back long matches. Uh, I think that puts you in good stead leading into a Grand Slam. Well, I, I actually agree with you. I think uh, Djokovic looks. Um, I, I think Djokovic is the favorite right now today, but I think Federer looks the best player. Yeah, yeah, it's easy to look the best, sense? right? And, uh, when, when but you, looking when, the best doesn't matter. It matters if you get the W. He makes it look easy all the time anyway. God, he's fun to watch, isn't he? <laughs> okay, uh, let's look ahead, Andy. Uh, we've got Sydney, which is already... Un- well, actually, both tournaments are already underway, but we'll start with Sydney. Yeah. Um, we've got... Uh, what's his name? The Greek young man? Sitsi Bus. The- old Sitsi. <laughs> old Sitsi. Uh, he's a top seed. Um, we've got a, f- a few pretty decent players in the draw. Let's, let's just go through See, them. See, I think it's a weak tournament. Uh, yeah, I said I said a few. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, Schwartzman, I, I think he's uh, he, he can be dangerous on his day. Rublev. Yep. So Schwartzman, not on a hard court. Next. No. <laughs> Next. <laughs> uh, Query. Yep. Oh, I, I like it. I like. I like it. Here we go. Okay. It's got a great <laughs> I got draw. your attention now. <laughs> uh, and we've got a good matchup. I like in the second round, which is Jordan Thompson and Daniel Medvedev. Yeah, it'd be a good game. Couple of youngsters. Couple of youngsters. You know, Jordan right. Thompson. I think we talked about in one of the end of the year podcasts about how good his challenger record was. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is his time to shine. Australian ATP events. Absolutely. Um, I can't see Medvedev going deep if he likes his chances at the Aussie Open. No. Well, I mean, it'd look, be silly, wouldn't you? Well, this is the thing. You made 150 points last week for making the final. You get another 250 this week if you win it. That's 400 points. Now, I think you've got to make the quarters mm-hmm. or round of 16 to get that many points at the Grand Slam. So, I mean, depends on what type of run you want to make. Do you just want to win? You could not want to win, but I guess it sort you of know dep- what I mean? It sort of depends how you feel. I think if you're down a set and you're down 
4 yeah. 2, you're probably not going to hustle to that ball as much as you would at nah, a Grand Slam. I'd go off to Melbourne and start preparing a little earlier. Exactly. Uh, also, Demonor's in that draw. So, a Demonor Medvedev quarterfinal could be uh, could be interesting. Yeah, I, I really like the Ebd and Jerry first round matchup, and I like the winner of that playing Sitsipas. I think Sitsipas had an okay Hopman Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't really impress me entirely. But e- either of those guys have a shot at Sitsipas? Yeah, that's my upset keep on alert pick. Okay. Um, which which one though? Just either of them. Yeah. I think they're You even, like Jerry though, don't you? I do like Jerry. Jerry's your yeah. boy. Um but Ebden at home I think is tough. Again, mm-hmm. played last week, Hopman Cup. I think it's um yeah, I think Jerry's Jerry could be the go. I mean he beat Rinka last week, didn't he? I don't know, did he? I think so. I don't think so. No. We'll have to look at that. We wait, 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 where was this? <laughs> Brisbane? No, nah, in uh Doha. Doha? Let's look this up. Jerry lost to Vavrinka four and six. Oh, four and six. So close. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah, kind of close. One of the things I don't like, especially someone who enjoys looking at the odds, if you're playing in New Zealand or Australia and you're flying from either Poon or Doha and you've done well, I think you're going to struggle with that next week. I yeah. think Chechenado making the semis in, in Doha... That's going to make him an easy target, first or second round in Auckland this week. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, you can't you can't sort of just look at the matchup. You've got to take all those other things into consideration. 100%. How much have they travelled? Especially when you're flying that far. Oh, yeah. From from Boone, India to, D- to Auckland, different uh, time zones. Like that's a that's big. Yeah. Um, John Isner is heading up uh, the Auckland draw. He's the top seed. Uh, we've got Cameron Norrie who is uh, representing Great Britain, but grew up in New Zealand. Yeah. Um, not sure how the locals are going to respond. I, I mean, I imagine that given how polite the New Zealand public is, I think that he'll get a very good reception. Yeah, I think he'll get a, a good reception. And once people know that he's a, a Kiwi boy and from Auckland, and I'm sure most of the tennis oh, they'll community talk that up. know, yeah. and they'll talk it up, especially I think he's got an easy match. Well, I think he's got a good first round matchup against Benoit Pair. Yep. He could be a tricky player, but I mean, we saw what he can do last week when he bet Sissi Pass and bet uh, Tiafo that, you know, he's, he's a player to be reckoned with this year. Yeah, it'd be, I'd really like to see Cameron Norrie versus Dennis Shapovalov second round. Yeah. That'd be a that's, great matchup. That's the matchup to look forward to. A couple yep. of young guns, and I mean, Cameron Norrie did go out there this year and beat um, John Isner in the lead up to the French Open. I know it's on clay, but. It's a win against a top ten player, and I'm sure if you see that name in a matchup now, you're not as scared. Mm. Does uh, Ruben Statham have a chance against Hyun Chung? Well, probably not. Yeah. Right. Uh, Ruben's played Chung before in mm-hmm. Davis Cup, um, unsuccessful. I think three sets in career, but now having the chance to play him at your home venue uh, and with your home crowd behind you, who mm-hmm. knows? I mean, as you saw last week, Chung lost second round. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a buy, so he's, he hasn't won a match this year. So if you're going to get someone, probably now's your chance. And he had to fly all that way, as I said. Yep. And I like the matchup for Ruben, too, because Chung doesn't blow you away with anything. His, his serve isn't overpowering. You know, like, he's just a solid player. Yep. So why not on, on your day? Why not? I think so. I mean, I was having a look today, and Ruben's played seven main draw singles there. And I think he's had one win. Mm. But, I mean... who did he beat? That's a uh, King one. Turner. Oh, <laughs> that's, but, another, that's another New Zealander. <laughs> but 
you know, the opportunity to play at home in front of a full house like that, because even for Davis Cup matches, it's never full. Uh, I think it's a great opportunity. Mm. And, you know, when we go through the doubles draw and you have a look at how many Kiwis or ex-Kiwis are in there, um, I think it's fantastic. Mm. I remember when Mark Nielsen beat, oh, what's his name? He was an, I think he was an Argentinian guy, lefty, Vince Aguera. Yep. Beat Vince Aguera first round. Never heard wow, of Wow, that would have been early 2000s. Yeah, it was like 2002. And, uh... <laughs> And uh, never heard from Vince Aguirre again. No, he was. He that said he was done. Wow, that's old school Guerra. Yeah, I like to bring it back. You know, <laughs> bring it back in. Um, David Ferrer. I kind of thought he was tapped out of the game. I thought he was done. Also, I thought he was his, retired with his victory tour. But maybe he's going to finish at the French, which would make a bit of sense playing on clay as your last event. I guess so. I mean, he's playing Auckland, uh, which is which makes sense considering yep. how many times he's won it. Yep, he 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 goes there every year. He's a great. Ambassador, he he like he likes being in Auckland. He he got all here to get a wild card to get in. Yep, he's outside the top hundred now, and yep. uh, you know I'm just he's, amazed that he's, he's doing a bit of a Kobe victory tour. I'm amazed that he's bothering, to be honest. <laughs> sure, no, I mean, you know, he played a Hopman Cup, no points available. He's going to play this event. There's points available, and that's what he needs to at least remain relevant until the French. Yep, and a, f- a few decent names uh, towards the bottom: Gail Monfils, uh, Cole Schreiber, Klan. And uh, Fognini. So, you know, a, f- a few names in the draw. There is. Uh, Fognini, 250 event specialist. Mm-hmm. Right? Last year, did really well, and be interesting to see how he goes this year. Absolutely. Um, do you have any uh, picks to wrap up the weekend? All right. I've got a handful. All right. Here we go. I like Mackenzie McDonald over Matteo Berenetti. Mackenzie Ber- Mc- Berrettini or Berenetti? Ber- Berrettini. Well there done. But yep. there's an line and then a couple of T's in there. Yeah, no, I understand. Uh Again, I like Lahovic. Yeah. He's playing Demonor. Uh, we'll see. But that's my pick. 350. I think it's great. In Australia? I'll, in, t- I'll take Demonor. In Australia. <laughs> yeah. But that's my pick. I'm going to follow him until he's top 20. And that's that's where I reckon he'll get to. Um, Ryan Harrison, he's an underdog against Nishioka. I think the way he played against Kyrgios last week in Australia puts him a good stead playing Nishioka. Yeah, I'd, I'd I'd back Harrison for that. Yeah, for he's sure. a, he's like two sixty. Um, the other ones, if you can get on some doubles, there's some really dangerous ones I like. Cotonen and Pears have split up for this week, and Cotonen's playing with Frederick Nielsen, who we all know did really well at Wimbledon and is a weird singles player, I guess. Why why um, why are they split? Do you know why they're splitting up? Just no, I just think it might be for the week, but it'll be interesting to see because last year they had a a really bad run compared yeah. to what they have over the previous couple of years. And yeah. I think sometimes partnerships like that get stale and mm-hmm. be interesting to see who they next pair up with. Right. Um, and I, they're playing Haas and Middlecop. And I think that's a winnable match. Another one I see is Alex Bolt and Matt Reed. They're playing Lahovic and Seppi. Lahovic's my boy, but probably not in the doubles. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> if uh, I know um, I was looking at a betting side earlier and there was an option for McKenzie McDonald to win his quarter. In Auckland, I think mm-hmm. that's a really good option. I think it's a, an easy part of the draw. Absolutely. Great. Any, anything else to add before we wrap it up, Andy? No. Uh, I'm really looking forward to, apart from these tournaments this week, Australian Open qualies. Uh, yeah. draw, when do start? The draw, draw unfortunately, wasn't out today, but I think it starts on Tuesday, so tomorrow okay. our time. Yep. Right? So uh, that's something I'm really looking forward to. Lower-ranked players and be interesting. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot on the line for some of these players coming up. It's, it's great. 
So, um, yeah, we'll be back next week to recap Auckland and Sydney and as well as uh, the Aussie Open qualies. Uh, qualies and then preview the Aussie Open and give our give our picks and maybe pick through to the semis, I'd say. Yeah, at least. Uh, find us on iTunes and Stitcher if you want to discuss a certain topic. Reach out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. We are Two Guys Talk Tennis. That's Andy. Hey, yo. I'm Gareth. If you like the cut of our jib, please subscribe, rate, and share. Thanks, everybody. Be kind to each other. Okay.